Hi, this is Dr. Monique Thompson, and I want to give you um, just a little intro here to the episode that you're about to listen to on meeting your dynamic co-host, Sydney Miller. Sydney is our 12-year-old vice president of volunteerism, and she started with the Zero Debt College Project when she was only 10. Sydney has set records already, having earned her first scholarship this summer and is now earning her second White House Presidential Gold Award. Sydney is sure to break Tamia Thompson's record, who was our first graduate to earn a record-breaking $10.5 million in merit-based scholarships. Merit, not need-based. Sydney is well on her way, and I expect her to break that record. So listen up to what she shares with you today about how she has been experiencing the Zero Debt College Project. Welcome to another episode of the Zero Debt College Project podcast. Today, you'll get to meet your co-host, Sydney Miller. Sydney, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Sydney Miller. I'm the co-host for the Zero Debt College Project podcast. I'm also the VP of Volunteerism for the Zero Debt College Project. My role as VP of Volunteerism, I create service projects throughout the year, and every month there's a new service project that we can do. Okay, can you tell us about some of these service projects that you all have done? I know some people out there sometimes look for community service. Um, well, we've done a teddy bear drive. We've done a food drive. We've also done random act of kindness. Okay. Many other things. Okay, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, so, you have been in the Zero Debt College Project for about how long? Um, probably since 2020. Okay. And what do you expect to gain from the Zero Debt College Project? Well, I expect to learn more of how we can search for more scholarships and to learn more about how I can make a winning essay and especially learn more about how to use the winning essay more than once. Okay. So what is your scholarship goal? My scholarship goal is to get a full ride for any expenses, any out-of-state tuitions and fees that I might need, anything like a school laptop or my dorm and stuff. Okay, so you're trying to get more money than you need for the actual tuition at the college, right? Yes. And why is that good for people to have more than the actual tuition? Because when you have the actual tuition and they pay for all the fees, also have scholarships that also can help you provide more money for you to do more things that the fees don't provide. Okay. In a full ride. Okay. So um, tell me exactly what your scholarship process has been. Has anyone helped you scholarship search? Yes. My parents have helped me scholarship search. Dr. Thompson, everyone in the platform who sends out little scholarships, and on Facebook. Okay. So what has the hardest part of this process been for you? Scholarship, like applying for scholarships. Um, the hardest part is not, well, it's finding a scholarship that might be real or fake. That's why I need help with helping, well, having people help me support. Okay. So did um your scholarship that you applied for, did you have um to write an essay for it? Um yes. Okay.
There were many questions that needed essays. Did you feel confident in doing that or did you get help or how did that process go for you? I got help, yes. Okay. And the process went really well because because of that help, I learned how to answer those questions grammatically correct. Okay. So have you won any scholarships? Yes. Okay. So what would you tell other middle school kids that are trying to go through this process? You know, give them advice for scholarship searching and what they should do. Well, first, they need to try to look in the platform first and see if there are any scholarships their age that they can apply for first. Also, ask Dr. Thompson or more people in the platform for scholarships because I know some people are willing to help you look for scholarships. And they can also look online, go online and find a scholarship that looks right for them. Okay. So, are there any classes or clubs at your school that you think will help you with college? readiness? Yes, there's National Junior Honor Society, Student Council, AVID, FCA, all those show me that I show them, the people at college who are looking at my scholarship resume, how to do, how to know that I'm a leader. AVID, well, my teachers, this is, that's a college readiness course at my school, my teachers, Miss Ange and Miss Boykin, have been really nice. They taught me a lot of things about my colleges, things that I need to look for when I go to colleges. And National Junior Honor Society, they look for your for good grades. They also look for your community service, and they also look for being a good leader in your community. And student council does the same thing, being a good leader in your community and your your community service. Okay, so tell us more about this AVID class. What exactly is that? Because that's not low. Everybody doesn't have AVID at their school, so explain to people what that is. Well, it's a college readiness class, and it teaches you how to... So we have summatives every week on Wednesdays, I mean, not Wednesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have a summative, like if you're confused on a problem, or if you aren't confused on a problem, but it teaches you that you go to the teacher and ask them for a problem for your tutorial. So it's called tutorials, and you fill out this TRF form. It helps you be a good public speaker, and it also helps you so you won't be scared if you're talking with the group of people. It shows your leadership skills and that you're willing to learn about your question. And it also helps your writing because when you're doing a TRF or you're presenting, you have to write a lot. It helps you with your grammar. It helps you with your handwriting because maybe some people might not be able to read your handwriting. It helps you for you to know how to prove your handwriting. So what's your favorite thing about AVID? Um, so 
a couple months ago in October, we did this fun little project. We get to paint pumpkins. Okay. So first we have to do research about our college. I did a research on the University of Kentucky. It is in, well, Kentucky. And, well, they they have many degrees, a bachelor degree and many other degrees that I didn't know about that I wanted to study about. They also have, they have a good program for sports. But you also... But you also find out some flaws about why you don't want to go there, too. But mostly it's about why you want to go there or something. And you also get, have to find out what clubs are there, what what's their in-state and out-of-state tuition, what's their GPA average that you have to be there, what's their minimum and all that kind of thing. And then you finally get to paint the pumpkin. Finding it's just one one side of paper. You just have to fill it out. It's not even that long. And then you get to paint the pumpkin. And that's the best part because it's very fun. And also the field trips. Okay. Um we got to go last year to Texas A&M Commerce. And this year we're going to UT Arlington. And my favorite part of that field trip was, well, the all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> all-you-can-eat buffet, okay. So did you learn anything else about that college besides they had the all-you-can-eat buffet? What was something else about the college? Um, well, the college has a nice basketball program. They specialize in sports because mostly athletes go there because they want to get better. And they also have a nice little, they have a nice floor. They have a five floor. Each floor gets quieter depending on which floor you go to. There's five floors and it's a building, it's a library where you can study and stuff. But if you go to the quietest floor, if you make a peep, they're going to send you out. Okay. So the reason that I'm asking you about this uh, college trip that you took is this a college you would go to? Yes. Really? Is it any? Is it a college that's on your list? Currently? Um, not really, but I am considering it. Okay. So, um, do you think taking these trips to these different schools? What's the most? Um, let's see. What is the most important thing to learn from these trips? First off, the the most important thing to learn about these trips is. To know that, see the campus, know, because you can see what rituals they do or stuff they do before a game. Because I learned at Texas A&M Commerce, they have this big field, or not field, but stage area where everyone sits together around and chat. It's very fun, I hear. And... It's a good community base to be around, and that's what you should be looking for. Like, if you want to go to this college, is it a nice community? Is it somewhere you want to spend around four years? Exactly. Is it somewhere that you want to spend four years at? It's a very good answer. And that's really what I was getting at here. As you're doing this scholarship 
resume, searching, all of these things. At the end of the day, you need to make sure that wherever you're going to use these scholarships, it's somewhere that you want to do what? Something that you, somewhere where you want to learn. And live for four years. Exactly. So um, has anyone helped you search for scholarships? Yes. First, Dr. Thompson, my mom, really, she's been pushing me so hard. And everyone on the, cam on the platform, they've helped me a lot. Okay. So what should elementary school students be doing? Since you started this really early and you were in elementary school, what should they be doing at this point? They should be doing math. Really? Tell me why they should be doing math. Because at this young of an age, your minds are developing and they're starting to learn new things. And if you do math at this age, it will most likely stick with you. You'll know how to do it by the time you're in probably high school. You already know all the tricks, the strategies, and it will help you. So I heard that your mom had you spend a lot of time this summer doing what? Math. And what did you, do you think that that was good for you, all that work you did this summer? It was definitely good for me. I really needed it. Do you think that, um, what, did, what did it do for you? Well, um, it, so when I scored on my assessment for math, I scored at an algebra level. So that means I'll be able to take algebra next year. And... I scored way higher than I did last year, so that's a big improvement because I was doing math this summer. Yes, and it wasn't a good idea to try to go to algebra when it was already a couple of weeks into algebra because it just felt like it would be way too much, right, to start? Probably, but I'm still thinking if I should do algebra, but it's probably a good idea. Okay, so are there any... Um, Places where you would tell people to go and do some math skills from? Any apps, any websites um, that they can use? Um, for math, they could use Khan Academy. I've been using it, and it's really cool and really fun. And they can also use Khan Academy for ELAR reading. Okay. Okay. Or, or any other subject. Okay. So do you prefer Khan Academy right now? Yes. Okay, all right, that sounds like an app that kids should check out. If you're in elementary school all the way to high school, Khan Academy is available with several um, course, courses inside of there, not just math, so you can check it out. And it is free. <laughs> um, why did you start this process so young? Um, the younger you start, the more opportunities you kind of find. You also, if you start early then by the time you get closer to your college years, you will have been able to save up enough for the college you want to go to. Because if you start older and you're doing it later and you're rushing, it's going to be a little bit too late, kind of. A little stressful too, huh? Yes. Sometimes uh, your mom can stress you out trying to get these essays in, can't she? Yes. <laughs> okay, so what extracurricular activities do you think... You've been doing that help you? I've been doing a lot of extracurricular activities. There are so many to count on more than one hand. 
So why do you like doing all these extracurricular activities? First of all, they're fun. And second of all, colleges look at how much you can juggle at once. They see, hmm, oh, this college, I mean, this this club shows you, hey, FCA shows you how to do your leadership skills. It shows that you can teach other people. It's an athlete, it's an athlete supported event, but it's mostly for any student. Okay. So you want to tell us about FCA? Um yes. FCA is a group of Christians. It's fellowship of Christian athletes and at my school they call it a fellowship of Christian. Anybody's fellowship of Christian students. You don't have to be an athlete at our school. FCA is teaches athletes about how they can improve on being a Christian and that and it also relates to sports. Okay. And what exactly do you do within FCA? I am a leader. I am teaching. Right now I'm doing a training. I haven't taught anybody yet. But I'm doing a training to teach people in January about Christ. Okay. So is there another particular extracurricular activity that you would like people to know about that they may have at their school that would be good for them to get involved with? Um, you might have student council. Okay. Or if you have good grades, you could probably get into National Junior Honor Society. Okay. Um, is there anything particular you're doing in student council that you would like to share or what skills that it shows that um, you have? Right now we're working on a school dance that's providing funds for the school, and it's also letting people, some, it's for the community at our school to get to know people because we're going to have games and everything. And we're also organizing some type of food drive. Okay. So are there any activities that you're in outside of school that you would like to share that people could get involved in? A lot. Maybe there's a local robotics club near you, or maybe there is a lot of opportunities near you there are probably opportunities that you have never heard of that are real okay so the all these extracurricular activities and classes that you're in inside and outside of school what are they doing for you what do you think these being involved in all of these organizations have done for you because you are in quite a bit and you love to do these things so I want to know at the end of the day when you're exhausted what drives you to get up and join another club or to continue to work hard in these? It helps me to be a better person. I meet new people and I have fun doing it. And I know that every day it's going to be better and better because every club I'm in is not exhausting me because every club I'm in supports what I like. It's not like a club that I'm not interested in. Okay. Um, so we heard a little bit about your scholarships, about your... Com- oh, we didn't hear much about your community service. Uh-huh. Would you like to share anything about your community service? You told us that you were the VP of volunteerism. And um, some people might want to know about serving. So go ahead, whatever you want to share. Um, right now, I am currently serving at the little... Uh, little food pantries near me on the east side of McKinney. 
um, we feel we go to this place in McKinney and we pick up crates to deliver at those little free pantries. Okay, that sounds fun. Do you do that pretty often? I do um every Saturday and uh, every Sunday, and if I can't m- make a Sunday, I go to Saturday. All right. So, um, <clears throat> for students looking for community service, what should they? Where should they start? They should start in the platform. What about if they're not in the platform? Where there are other places that they should go to? Um, places that you think they should try. Um, first of all, you could go to your library. Your library probably has a newsletter that they send out, probably says something about a scholarship. You can check out a book about scholarships at your library. You can even ask people at your library. They might know something about a scholarship. Okay. Well, Sydney, thank you for all of your time. Is there something else you would like to share? I know, I know, let's see, I think you're... You're interested in college after hearing all of this stuff. Is there any particular college or major or what's your goals after high school? Well, my top colleges are either Texas, UCLA, or the University of Kentucky. Okay, so you search these three colleges. And is there a particular reason why these are your current top three? Um, UCLA has a nice campus. And and it also helps with architecture. I saw that they have an architecture program, and they're really interested in sports. And Texas is interested in sports, also has an architecture program. And the University of Kentucky, I've always been interested in that college. It's very interesting, and I've wanted to go there. Okay, so... I heard about your three colleges. I've heard about your scholarship searches, but I didn't hear about the degree major. What do you want to major in? Or what do you want to do in college? I want to major in architecture and I want to run track. Okay. So um, you've looked at those colleges and they have the things that you're looking for, it sounds like. So right now, those are your top three? Yes. In the seventh grade? Yes. It'll change 17 more times. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't think UCLA will change, or Texas. Those are going to be my top two that are my constants in this in this math problem. Okay. All right, Sydney. Well, do you have anything else you want to share with the audience about yourself or give anybody a tip before you go, a high schooler, a middle schooler, or an elementary schooler, because you're pretty well-rounded? Um... Well, I'm very glad I have people here because um because it's very hard because you have to organize your scholarship resume and everything. Okay. So, um what has been your struggle in this process? Well, first of all, I have to I first of all, I have to get my mom to Help me with my scholarship resume. It's already six pages long. And I can barely even keep my backpack clean day to day. Okay. So mom has been a great help to you, huh? Yes. All right. So anybody else you want to give a shout out to? You can give any shout outs on this podcast because we're wrapping up. I want to give a shout out to daddy because he's a goofball. 
He's my favorite daddy. And he also talks to me about colleges too and how I can excel in math. He's a good math teacher and he's good at helping me with my history work too. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else? Dr. Thompson. Dr. Thompson, Dr. Thompson, Dr. Thompson. She is the best. If you ever need help, go to Dr. Thompson because she can do almost everything. She's a superhero. All right. Well, with that, that wraps up our podcast for today. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. And we look forward to next week. Well, now, I hope that you found some things to take away and maybe you were taking notes. What I want you to make sure that you listen to, most important, is that Sydney is self-improving. You heard her talk about practicing math 15 minutes a day, and now she is able to advance to Algebra 1. Sydney's 12. I hope you heard her talk about using the support from all the people around her to advance her goals. And I hope you noticed that she's already visiting colleges and checking out the scene. If you have a student who is in K through eight, these are the things you wanna keep in mind. They can affect their own destiny by becoming math fluent. It matters on their later scores on the ACT and the SAT. It's time now to let them explore colleges. Just like they go to the amusement park and they go to football games and softball games and they play soccer, you want them to be exposed to the college in the future. Sydney is a dynamic student. She's not one of a kind, but she's definitely about to break records. If you ever meet Sydney, be sure and get her autograph now. Save it for later because you'll want to say, I knew her then. Thanks for listening.